You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> There is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. Adult film stars, Matt Hamilton. Did uh, did that bull turn into steaks? I shot that bull two days later. <laughs> <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Go ahead and try talking then here, there, guys. Prime time, Wollershot. Do you hear me now? <laughs> what about me, Ryan? We hear you now, loud and clear, guys. Fantastic. Too bad, Too bad we had we... to hear you in your sports center. Yes. What happened? Um, you know, well, guys, I'm just a big basketball guy. I'm a big high school football guy. I just got my got a little cross there, right, guys? I'm just. Did I have a big football game tomorrow night? Nah, I was just a little too worked up about Giannis. I don't know. What can I say? Well, I'll tell you what. You caught my attention because it's two schools that are just lesser that are playing. I mean, I live in Oregon, Stoughton. Come on, get out of here. And then I grew up in Cedarburg, and the only thing worse than Stoughton is Grafton. So, like, this is just a a competition of two lesser schools, Stoughton and Grafton. Yuck. Ultimate hater. Dude, Ultimate kidding. hater, Jim Rutledge. No, man, yeah. I love my Bulldogs and I love the Panthers. I can't be rooting for the Vikings or the I think Graphics of Blackhawks. I don't know what they are. The losers <laughs> is what they are. So I guess I'll go with Stoughton because I'm over here in that game. But that was a tough one for me to pick one who I want to win that game. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. <laughs> uh, you can tell by the beginning that we are spread out today as uh Viruses are spreading through the uh, Spark building, and Matt and I decided to take one uh, and just take an extra day so we can enjoy the weekend and not be sick uh, over the weekend. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. Uh, Matt, our primetime Warsheim is at the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. We are presented by Coors Light. It's the Mountain Blue. You know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. And I'm I'll tell you what. Hamilton, Hamilton special. Yes, Matt loves loves to lean into how little he works. So today is a Hamilton special because it's not even a full show. Uh, Matt Hamilton. Yes. (laughs) I wish, I wish we got 75% out of Matt Hamilton, but you know, we'll take 75% today. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I'll tell you what I'll take less of. And it's not like the driving force of the today's show, but dear God, Rodney Mott, it better not be calling any more Bucks games anymore. That loser ejecting Giannis after what has to be the softest technical I've seen in a long time. And the first technical came because apparently Giannis act, dropped a profanity talking to the referees earlier in the game. God forbid that grown men swear around each other in a competition. This isn't curling. This isn't a gentleman's sport. You're allowed to taunt. You're allowed to swear a little bit. What are we doing kicking Giannis out of the game uh, at that point, 
for something as innocuous as like kind of flexing. Matt, if you look at the video even more, he's not even really looking at Isaiah, Isaiah Stewart from Detroit. He looked away almost immediately, realizing like, hey, I might get a tech if I stare him down. So he looked away, uh-huh. did his flex. That that move is in NBA promos. Like the NBA oh, uses know. that flex to promote the league. And then Randy Mott thinks that anyone there at all cares what his name is or what he thinks about anything and decides to kick out arguably the most popular basketball player in the NBA out of a game. What a loser Randy Mott is. That's all I got to say. So a hundred percent. I agree with you now to be fair. Giannis is a professional athlete. When you get teed up or you get some sort of like uh, warning, essentially that if you do anything, even borderline egregious again, you're out for the game. Like Giannis should know better. Now, I don't think that taunt by itself before swearing to a ref earlier in the game would have even gotten him a technical. But the fact is he had gotten teed up earlier for swearing to the ref in some fashion. And then after staring the guy down, he turned around and did the too small look. So to me, that was kind of like a double taunt. This is like my old man in me trying to see a little bit of like fairness in what Mott did. I totally don't agree with it. I think you're allowed to have fun. I think end zone celebrations are great. I think taunting on the other team after a great dunk like that with the Euro step ball above the head the whole way and then slamming it home on the guy. It was an awesome dunk kind of deserved to be flexed on if you ask me, but we all know the game that we're playing in. You can't play the game you want to play in. You have to play within the rules that are provided for you. Giannis knew that he was already skating on thin ice, as us curlers would like to say. Giannis, come on, man. Like, All right, so you knew, he knew that it was coming. He Matt knew is, it was coming. Uh, Matt is pro Randy Mott. Matt, Matt Hamilton. Put <laughs> it on the board. Referee Matt, fan. Big Matt fan Hamilton, of the referees. Matt Hamilton thinks that. Let's pull it. Iron Jack poll question. Matt Hamilton thinks Giannis deserved to be kicked out of the game. Do you agree with Matt Hamilton? Yes or no? Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. As I put a lot of words Jeff, in Matt's mouth. Jeff, that's right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's booty. All we like to do is talk about when refs screw up. If there's a perfectly called game. Refs don't get talked about at all. They do their jobs 100%. Refs don't get talked about at all. I'm just trying to throw some love to the unsung heroes of sports, and that's the officiating team. Matt, blink twice <laughs> if you are being held hostage by a referee. Because are Not you okay? Here right now. <laughs> <laughs> I are you all right? earlier, and I'm on thin ice. I don't want to get teed up and get kicked <laughs> off this show. I haven't done enough recently. I'll, I'll say this, and I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, you should know in the moment. But, like, Giannis in that spot, I like, I've seen plenty of NBA games. It's pretty – like, that's iffy for college even. But right. the ability to dunk on a human being – forget even dunk. That's such a limited amount of people in this world that can dunk a basketball, let alone mm-hmm. dunk a basketball in an NBA game, let alone dunk a basketball on another man who's six foot nine. Like, I'm sorry. That's one of those things where I think you should be able to do whatever you want. I mean, it is so like such an athletic freak of nature thing to do. You want to talk about one percenters? This is like a, like less than one percenters that can do something like that. Like I, I mean, Randy Mott is just a jealous loser that can't even grasp the ability to be able to dunk in a man's face. Matt, is there anything worse? I mean, I'm trying to think in sports. Anything more disrespectful already to get dunked on? And it has to feel so good to be able to go up. 
someone's trying to block your shot and you cram the ball into the basket right in their face as you knock them to the ground. I mean, that has to be one of the most satisfying things in sports. Yeah, a hundred percent. I, I, I'm the same level. The thing is, I don't think it gets any better. I think you can put some other on that tier, like megging a goalie in soccer or just juking the heck out of a goalie in hockey where they go like completely the wrong way or just completely miss like in a shootout or something. Yeah. I think those are on par with absolutely dunking on another human being, but nothing goes with the, the taunt quite as well because hockey, they're wearing masks. You're not worried about that. Soccer players, the guy goes off and does his own celebration with his teammates in basketball. That dude sitting there with his head hanging low and Giannis flexing on him, trying to stare him in the eye. Like it, it it's, got to be one of the most satisfying like taunts or things to do in sports uh is dunk on somebody it's got to be up there so let's let's make a list right now we'll throw that as our real first iron jack bowl question 844-770-3776 we'll take some callers suggestions as we put together this list but i would say dunking on someone uh i would say what juking uh what, what would you call that the triple deke in in hockey a what deke? would you call that a deke in hockey, deking the goalie. Just say deking the goalie, yeah. Uh, make sure you Google that. Deke. Primetime or shine. <laughs> yeah, spell deke. that correctly, man. <laughs> you guys are really making it hard on me today. Don't Matt's, holy this up. <laughs> Daniel the Sloth chimes in. Matt lost a lot of cool points for me from uh, for him. How can you even think that Giannis was in the wrong at all? That's from Daniel Sloth. I, I don't think he's in the wrong. I just think that he is the professional athlete. Like not only that, you're the star of this town. Not like all the eyes are on you in the stands, all the players, also all the referees. They are looking at you. You just got done making the highlight play dunk of the night. Like if you and you're on thin ice with the referees already. I'm just saying it was fairly predictable. I'm not saying it should have happened. But you got to know at that point, just dunk on the guy and walk away. The crowd's going to go nuts. That guy knows what just happened. He didn't just go comatose for the last five seconds and miss the fact that he had Giannis's, Giannis's weight in his face while <laughs> he was getting dunked on. Like, the guy's probably trying to black that out, but it's probably burned in his brain right now. Giannis doesn't need to square him up, stare him in the eye, and then tell his bench he's too little. Like... Come on, like that's something you can get away with in the first quarter before you started anything, but you're already in the doghouse, so to speak. You know, I what? don't know. I'm not defending might... the ref. I just think Giannis is smarter than that, and he's just having a good time out there and let let emotion run a little wild when he was I... on thin ice. I, you know, I worked out at Carbon World Health earlier today. Obviously, I pair that with semi-glutide, and uh, it's obviously helped me drop a lot of weight. I'm not quite down to the weight where I was able to dunk a small basketball, uh, like it with nobody around. Like I could run from half court or three point line and dunk yeah, it. Yeah, with no witnesses. Yeah, yeah, no, no witnesses. There are witnesses. Our best round of golf. No, no, no. There were witnesses, but this was uh, my brother seen it. Uh, Early in my the brother. morning, no one else is at the court. No, no, no. this <laughs> was small ball. <laughs> I am 43 years old, so this was 22 years ago. But uh, and I was able to do. My brother's seen it. People I play basketball with have seen it, but never in a game. But my point is, I work out of carbon, and I'm going to work out there. So I'm going to get to the point, Matt, that I'm going to go to a nine foot hoop 
and I'm gonna go dunk on you. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. I'm gonna go to a nine foot hoop and I'm gonna I'm gonna shack it on you. Barely. I'm probably barely gonna run right. out a nine foot hoop. All thanks to my friends at Carb World Health. Uh, whatever your fitness goals are, whether you want to be able to dunk on a nine foot hoop or just be able to run a marathon or anything in between, go see the folks at Carb World Health. Ask about semi-glutide. Uh, look, don't do anything. You see stuff popping up online. That's dumb. Don't do that. Go talk to Dr. S. Regis. I mean, seriously, go see a doctor. Semi-glutide is FDA approved, but you should talk to a doctor about it. Make sure it's the right treatment for you. Dr. S. Rodriguez will find the right treatment for you to reach your weight loss goals. At 844-770-3776, how you get to the show we are asking you what is the the most uh what do you, what do you want to call this what's what are we trying to think of most disrespectful or most exciting thing in sports like what's the word satisfying we got satisfying oh, satisfying satisfying so deacon a goalie dunking on someone uh what do we got what do we got for a home run probably a walk off i was gonna say a home run where you stare down the pitcher bat flip that's up there Especially for disrespect. You, you got to throw Grand Slam. Oh, I think you're going to go home run. Fine, Grand Slam. And then for football, maybe like kickoff return or a pick six? Pick six. Pick six, yeah. I just think of Deion Sanders high-stepping over Brett Favre yeah. on a pick six, and that was pretty disrespectful, and I loved it so, so much. So, like, I think those so, – I think that's Who's that? Pick- was that uh, – who is it? It was McKenzie or Harris or someone on the Packers that picked off Hasselbeck. Oh yeah, oh, Al Harris. I think it Al was. Harris, I think it was yeah. Al, Al Harris, Harris, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We'll we'll take the ball and we're gonna score, and then he yes. <laughs> pick sixes them to seal the deal. Oh, oh that's yeah. like Giannis dunk. Yes, pretty good. <laughs> so we'll go with uh, you know slam dunk uh, in someone's face. Uh, you could go with the deke. Uh, you can go with the grand slam. Or go with the pick six uh, eight four four. What's the most? And if you want to write in, if you, yeah. If you want to write in. Forcing someone to shake and curling, that would get my vote. I didn't think it merited its own poll spot, but right ins count that, in uh, Rutledge and Hamilton. I do <laughs> compliment your restraint because I was wondering if you were going to try to comp anything to dunk to what Giannis did to curl. Oh, there, there are certainly dunks that make you feel really great. Probably not to that level, but. In, in a you know, in a sense, in the same vein, it's probably like a D tier, uh, like dunking on someone moment. But you know, it's there's ways. It's still sport. You can still slam the door on somebody. It's so fun. then, like, what do you do? Do you just yell like syrup or like hey? Like, yeah. what do you do? <laughs> no, no, just like force it when the when you beat the other team so bad that there's still game left that they still shake. Like that's the best okay. part about curling. It's the best way to win is when you get the other team to quit early in a game. And you don't have to say anything. You just shake their hand and smile and say good game when deep down you both know it wasn't a good game. I'm lying to your face every <laughs> time we get done. I'm like, hey, good game. It's like, no, if it was a good game, we'd still be playing. In this f- situation, it was not a good game, but it- it's kind of like the fun of it. You get to lie through your teeth, but it's like mandatory. You're like required that. to lie to your opponent. I love that Canadian trash talk. It makes it's just yeah. amazing. But so Matt, good, eh? You are clearly uh, one of the goats in curling, and our good friends at Dancer Goat Distillery in Cambridge are one of our favorites as well. Definite goats. Yeah, that's right now the goat for me is the Corky and Humble Blend. It's an amazing bourbon whiskey. Uh, it's made in Indiana. Bottled here in uh, Wisconsin at the Dancing Goat Distillery in Cambridge. Uh, I'm telling you, it's a fantastic bourbon. It's won 
double gold at a blind tasting uh, uh, New York Spirits Award. That's it's, it's crazy high. And then it's aged in this Colombian Oakwood. It's like no bourbon you've had before. Got to check it out. Wherever you get delicious liquors, find Dancing Goat. Find this Corky and Humble Blend. Go online to dancinggoat.com. Find out more about some of their other amazing products and all the distillery has to offer to you. That's dancinggoat.com. And go find your goat from Dancing Goat. Uh, Jordan, the Madison chimes in, I think, instead of a pick six, just a walk-off touchdown in general. Super exciting. I agree. We're trying to keep it from, like, a walk-off thing, like a dunking on someone in basketball is not for the yeah, game winner. Jimmy wants, like, the one-on-one kind of, yeah. like, I beat you kind yeah. of feel. Right, so deking pick six. The pick six is right. Yeah, uh, and I agree. Obviously, like a great, like a walk off home run would be pretty damn amazing. But we're gonna go with like you know, something that's more individual. It's not ending the game because then you're almost picking your favorite sport. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six is how you get into the show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. We are starting with some of the Giannis things, and I'm asking you, in honor of Giannis, ridiculous uh, ejection from the game yesterday. I do want to ask you, like, what is the the most satisfying feeling as an athlete? And I love we're asking these questions because none of us, including a pretty notable athlete, Matt Hamilton, uh, have dunked on someone. Deep the goalie in a, in a large stance, uh, hit a grand slam in baseball, or had a fo- uh, football I, I pick a, six. I hit a, I hit a home run off of Donald Driver. Probably the greatest sporting achievement of my life. So yeah. that probably counts, right? I had a pick of six. The four things that we in, listed in, in, in JV football. Uh, so I guess I got that too. Cool. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll yeah. give that to you. Probably felt pretty good. Hey guys. It, Hey guys, yeah. I had the game winning oh, hit. Yeah. I had the game winning hit in T ball when I was eleven. All right, so you guys might need to step back. We might know who the real <laughs> athlete is on the panel today. Uh, yeah. Right now, thirty eight percent of you says the guy sick. who looks like the T in T ball, <laughs> <laughs> the low T in T ball. You mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the actual T, like that's your build. You're yeah, built of the actual T that holds the ball. Yes, up there. thank you. Thank yeah. you. Look, it, it was it was for the uh, the league championship, guys. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. It was probably uh, when well, I peaked as an athlete. What league? I'm proud of you, boys. <laughs> this, all right, it wasn't actually T-ball. It, it was like uh, just starting uh, kid pitch. It was like 11 and 12-year-old Little League Baseball. But I thought you said it was T-ball. Nice. So it's, uh, That's not, well, T-ball is more like six and seven-year-olds. I just went for T-ball because, yeah, it was funnier. I got you. All he right. was playing with the T-ball kids as an 11-year-old. <laughs> as the actual T. He was the T. Uh, right now, 43% of you say hitting a baseball grand slam would be the best feeling in sports. Uh, dunking on someone number two. Deacon a goalie, three. And uh, a football pick six is another one. We did have the yard possum chime, chime in when you get mossed on. On a long catch or touchdown, so it'd be more. I would think it's better. To, I think he's saying that when you would moss someone, which is basically going up and getting the ball, right. would be pretty amazing as well. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. You can chime in on 
basically, in honor of Giannis and his ridiculous ejection of the game, uh, yesterday we are asking you what is the most satisfying feeling as an athlete, dunking on someone, deking a goalie in hockey, hitting a baseball grand slam, or uh, getting a pick six in football. Uh, 844-770-3776. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. He's Hamilton. I'm Rutledge. Primetime live at the Everlight Solar Studio. I want to ask you guys this because as a Bears fan, I ev- like these games, these nationally televised game, with especially with uh, limp arm Tyson Bajant playing quarterback. I have no interest in his story. I- I'm over it. It was neat. He was undrafted. He might be a fine backup QB, but I'm tired of seeing losers play quarterback. I've had such a bad run, guys. I'm a Badgers fan. I watch every Packer game, and I'm a Bears fan. I have seen the most inept, ridiculously bad quarterback play and bad offenses throughout. I mean, the Packers and the Bears basically run the same offense, which is like, let's just throw it three yards at a time. Uh, the Bears are like excited to play this loser agent. <laughs> But like, so as a fan, I'm going to end up being forced to watch it. Like I just, the, the poll keeps on coming early this week. I'm like, I'm not watching this game. I'm not going to do it. But now like, I'm I wouldn't suck, if I was you. But I'm going to get sucked in and it's going to be a slap fight and nobody else is going to watch it. So I'm asking you and the, the, the listeners out there, 844-770-3776. This is a pathetic Thursday night football game. And there have been some pathetic ones. Are you going to watch tonight's game? And what is wrong with you if you are going to watch tonight's game? Uh. Jim, I'm going to say, no, I'm not going to watch that game, and I'll give you one reason why. No matter what happens, the Bears lose. The Panthers win, that hurts the Bears' uh, draft pick, the Bears lose. The Bears win, that hurts their draft pick in the future, the Bears lose. We all know that it's a loser game for the Bears. There is no winning. So that's hilarious. Totally there's literally there's a tweet away from this. No, there's that literally the Bears a tweet. Lose. There's literally a tweet from Adam Schefter that says the Bears could be massive winners tonight by beating Carolina and boosting up there because Carolina's the team further back. They're most likely to lose. So if the Bears win tonight, Adam Schefter and ESPN's like that'll be the best case scenario for the Bears because it makes Carolina the team most likely to out of right. the two of them have number one picks. If the Bears beat them, Carolina has another loss. Yeah, the Bears move their own pick further away. But yeah, so uh, instead of having like maybe two and four, you're gonna have one and eight or one yeah, and but nine. If you, get, if you get one though, Matt, that's a win. You get one or two, it's a maybe, win. Maybe if you guys like Fields, Harrison uh, Jr., Harris, right? Marvin Harrison, Harrison Jr. is gonna yeah. be there. Yeah, he's gonna I, be available I mean, at two unless a team that is like, we've got our quarterback gets that spot, that pick. So, yeah, so you're right. If the Packers get it, you don't want them to take Mayor Williams. You want to take Marvin Harris. I mean, <laughs> let's be real. We know Goody won't do that. Goody's sticking with his guy, Jordan Love. Wait, would we're you taking lose? the – we How just need the pieces on, around Jordan Love. We on just scale need the pieces. We're taking Harrison. On a scale of 1 to 10, if the Packers were in the position to draft, uh, I would say right now it's universally believed that it goes uh, Caleb Williams, Drake May, and then there'll be other guys in the first round. But, like, let's say the Packers somehow end up with a top two pick. On a scale of one to ten, how infuriated would you be if they didn't take one of these prospects? Who are being viewed as, like, top prospects at least in the last five years? Like, up there with Trevor Lawrence at, at a minimum type prospects for both of them. Honestly, the only other person that I would find mildly acceptable and wouldn't be upset with would be Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, I realized Jordan Love ain't it, but at least we could have, like, an absolute crazy talent. Like, I understand the quarterback thing. Not everyone – like, you got to hit at quarterback. It doesn't matter necessarily 
who the rest of the players are as much if your quarterback's booty. So, like, I get that. But if they take anyone but those three players, I will be livid. But I, I, I I'll give them a pass to take uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. That's my only there. They get away with it. Prime time. They're going to take a left tackle. I already, I already know what's coming. <laughs> They're taking Joe Alt from Notre Dame. Notre Dame. That They're going to take that guy. But, wait, but, but, but seriously though, guys. I mean, clearly Jordan Love has no no shot at being anything elite. So you no. wouldn't take you wouldn't reset the quarterback clock with a guy with two well, guys I who would. are being mute. It, it, so I'm asking, like, so you just wouldn't be mad. I was doing it. Could happen. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. I just know that it wouldn't it wouldn't put me into like manic depression if we got Harrison Smith or uh, I keep saying Harrison Smith, Marvin Harrison Jr. If we got him, I wouldn't go into a manic depression. But you would go into manic depression if they got Harrison Smith. If some reason they took him yeah. number one, you'd yeah. like, what in the hell yeah. are you doing? I mean, what? <laughs> they take He's a like safety. ten-year veteran. <laughs> That's not even possible. <laughs> they found the uh, way. Dale chimes in. Uh, he will be watching tonight for DJ Moore. I mean, ser- I mean, rack your brains and uh, you can chime in eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Who I. Who's on your fantasy football team besides T.J. Moore in this game? I mean, you're in <laughs> dire straits if Tyson Bagent or Bryce Young is your QB. Who's the running know. back for yeah. Carolina? Sadly, Hubbard? Sanders? Yeah. Miles Sanders? Yeah, it's is Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. Yeah. That's not Sadly, great. Sadly, I got uh, Roshan Johnson on my bench. I'm not going to yeah. play him because he's Keep a him bum. There. Keep him there. <laughs> uh, yeah. They, well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Is I don't there know. a wide receiver in Carolina? Uh, DJ Thielen. Moore used to Thielen. be there. Oh. Thielen. No, Thielen would, Adam uh, Thielen. Yeah. yeah Adam yeah. Thielen. I have Thielen on my fantasy team. I am now, Matt. Ryan, did you just notice that I lost to you by like 0. 0.2 points? You did? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's go. And you're welcome because I wasn't really paying attention and I forgot to set it. I, I didn't play defense. Yeah, you didn't. I, I noticed that. Yeah. I had I Dallas's defense. They didn't do I so played, well. I, I would have I beaten you if I had played the yeah, defense. Yeah, you would have. And you are the worst team in our league, and I, I almost lost to you. Yeah. At one point, I had to play Tyson Bajan because I had everyone on a bye week. I was out of players. It, I hate it. I am now because I lost last week as well, if you are curious, Matt Hamilton. I, how many, what is my record in ours? One and seven? I believe Not, you're one and seven, yeah. So that makes me two and 14 overall in my two fantasy leagues. That's amazing. I, 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 I do find tonight funny in this game, though, because this might be, out of all the football games – that are played this season, the fewest relevant fantasy football players. Now, like, Ted this is why chimed it's going to be the least watched. Cole Komet has been a stud. That is right. And that Cole Komet oh, yeah. is the bane of my existence because here's the thing. Every week I play him, he's crap. When I sit him, he scores like 20 points. So I've now strategically That's just sit him all football, the time. Baby. Because I'd rather him just play well because the Bears signed him to a long-term contract. So I'll just I'll take the real life instead of the fantasy. Uh 844-770-3776. I mean, seriously, I wouldn't even bet this game. Like if you could bet, like why would you even buy like you'd be like I guess you could bet the under. I guess that's yeah, what you'd that'd bet be a this good game. one. Uh but this is a what, dis- the Bears are favored by three and a half. It's a it's a tough run. I believe there's a Jets Raiders oh. game coming up soon. Uh, next week is a really good one. It's uh it's Bengals I take the Ravens. Panthers in this game. I think I take the Panthers in this game straight up. Uh, I if think they, ha- if I had to pick, I think might be favored. Uh, they're uh, actually three and a half point underdogs. The Panthers are. It's, well, it's in Chicago. Okay, 
I guess that matters. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the Bears I, don't I, win I think anywhere. Take the Panthers. The Bears don't win anywhere. But you know what? I'll tell you what. Right now, Bryce Young looks like a horrendous pick. So that is one thing that <laughs> it's going against. I mean, if you, I don't know if you've seen him play much, but he cannot move the ball down the field. He is a tiny fella, and uh, his arm strength is not there. It is not the Carolina fans are not happy with that trade. The Bears have won. I don't that know, trade. Jim. They, they, it's just a young team. They're not bad. They're just inexperienced and young, which equals bad. It's just, they're, they're, they sound a lot like the Packers right now, Jim. Oh, Take no. that for yeah. that. Would you rather have Bryce Young or Jordan Love? Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Yeah, just for the contract purposes, yeah. if nothing else. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. We'll continue to take your calls. We got a, a full show here on Rutledge and Hamilton. I do want to make sure uh, <laughs> we, we're cut short to Hamilton show. A full as, Hamilton special show. <laughs> I mean, a full show. I mean, like we got a lot of things to get into. A very tight window full show, including the Packers um, uh, injury report, which is not not the best uh but i do want to tell everyone about the great folks at canopy wealth management they will take the time to create a comprehensive plan that is individual to you and they will work to make sure your goals are met they will make sure that uh, it's a customized plan and all about the great things they do at canopy wealth management go to canopy-wealth.com today that's canopy-wealth.com this is rutledge and hamilton presented by Coors light you're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. For whereabouts spread throughout Dane County, this is Rutledge and Hamilton. Presented by Coors Light. Matt, if the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. <clears throat> Primetime Oil Shine back in Madison at the Everlight Solar Studio. I am broadcasting from my porch. Matt Hamilton broadcasting from his man cave. I'll tell you what, though. The sun's gone down and it has gotten a little bit colder <laughs> in here. Uh, it is that time of year. The second the sun goes down, uh, it gets colder uh, outside here in Wisconsin. Get into the show, 844 3776. We're going to get to the love o meter in a second. Ryan and Matt, I'll let you guys kind of take the reins by that. But I also want to remind everyone at the end of the segment, we'll be giving away a case of Cider Boys. So make sure to stay and get your phones ready. But let's uh, get to love o meter. You want my love and you can't deny. There were a lot of things that were working against Jordan Love today. You know it's true, but you try to you can't hide love. You turn down love like it's really bad. Or a lack thereof. Love end zone. Intercepted. Good night. You know, those are big shoes to step <laughs> into. There's no doubt. It's time to check the Jordan Love Less Meter on Rutledge and Hamilton. Yeah, guys. So it's not the Jordan Love O meter anymore. It is the Jordan Love Less Meter. So. This is what the Jordan Love O-Meter used to look like. We asked, were you keeping it casual? Were you like-like? Were you committed or in love with Jordan Love? But now, the Love List Meter, it's, is Jordan Love in the doghouse? Is he have, or are you having real doubts about your relationship with Jordan Love? Or is he cut off where you're done with him unless you start to see some real changes in this relationship soon? Or Cut off from what? Cut off your fan as a fan. Are okay. you cut off, cutting him off from your gotcha. heart? And then lastly, 
are you just ready to see other QBs making those hard eyes <laughs> at Caleb Williams and Drake May? So, I, Matt, I want to start with you. What stage of the loveless meter are you at these days? Man, you know, I, I believe I had him cut off last time just because it was brutal. Now, this last game is not – if he just played exactly like he did against the Rams for the rest of the season, I don't know if that's enough – to uh, really, really want me to uh, keep him around too long. I think I think he's probably just in the, what do we got? Having real doubts right now. I'm having real doubts because time and time again, he starts the season, he starts off pretty good. He looks okay. Has three good quarters in Atlanta. Still looks okay. I'm still feeling pretty good about him. And then this slump, it's gonna take a little bit more good quarterback play to get out of the love less meter in my eyes and a lot more quarterback play for me to not at least entertain the idea of some new quarterbacks coming in. I'm having some real doubts with Jordan Love though right now. That's uh, what about you? What about you, Primetime? Because I got my answer. What I think he is. Yeah, so last week I was also <laughs> in the category of I had him cut off, cut off from my heart because I just couldn't take the pain anymore. <laughs> and and I think about what he did this past weekend against the Rams, and it was good. He, like I said, uh, I think yesterday, he had a passing grade. But honestly, just passing isn't enough to, like, just meeting expectations doesn't get you back from being cut off, right? I have to see some real significant changes, and I feel like I still haven't seen those either. So uh, unlike Matt, he he's only having real doubts now. He's only sensing red flags. I still can't get the red flags out of my eyes. I, I'm really dubious about this relationship. <laughs> So you guys know my thoughts. So you still Jordan got him Love. cut off, Ryan. I still got him cut off until until he shows significant oh, changes. I can't bring him back. Uh, and you I guys know please, my thoughts Ryan, on Jordan Love. I think he gives off strong Mitch Trubisky vibes. Maybe he's a little better than Mitch, but uh, he's kind of a bridge QB. Now, different from Mitch for the Bears fans because the Bears had nothing to, you know, in front of before him. Uh, so, like, Bear fans just don't know what love is. They don't know what a good relationship is. But <laughs> with the Packers, I think you guys know what Jordan Love is. Uh, he is a rebound. And he's a bridge QB <laughs> slash rebound. He is someone that you're going to stay with until you find something better. Like, you're always going to have a wandering eye with Jordan Love. That's the type of QB he's going to be. Is that at no point are you feeling like this is the guy to be a consistent winner for our franchise. Can we have a random one-off year? Yeah, possibly. But that's not that's not consistent. I mean, you talk about the names he's in comparison with Tannehill, Jimmy G, uh, all these sorts of guys. Like they're, They can have nice flashes of a couple games, even a whole season, but consistently. And that's what you guys had with Aaron and Brett was like this mm-hmm. nonstop, every year, you were legitimately in it to win a Super Bowl. And... That's not that's not who Jordan Love's going to be. And so I think he's going to be a rebound in the sense that you're always going to have a wandering eye. You're always going to, I think it would be, I think it would be uh, franchise malpractice not to take a QB. Honestly, I think Jordan Love at this point is just playing to see what round the Packers take a QB in. That if he plays like he plays against the Rams the rest of the way, then maybe it's like a fourth, fifth round pick. 
Riley Leonard from Duke or uh, Taylor from Florida State. Like, there's a lot of quarterbacks. Maybe even Daniel Smellis, you might fall a little bit. Like, there's a lot of quarterbacks out there this draft that I think could be capable NFL starters that might might very well get to Jordan Love's level just at a lower pick and a lower cost threshold. So, I think Jordan Love's a bridge QB. I think he's a rebound QB. So, I guess, I mean, on this sort of meter, I don't know what I'd put it at. I guess he's in the doghouse because I don't think that wow. like. I don't think it's pretty generous. Well, I just think like I think he's fine. I just think that you're Wow, you love Jordan Love. Oh, that's so adorable, Jim. It is. But he's your bounce back. He's your rebound. That's just what he is. If if, being in the doghouse and all you have to do is go out there, sling the pill 55% and have two Achilles, that's fine. If that's all it takes to be in the doghouse and Jimmy Rutledge's world, that's fair. It's your subjective pick, my friend. How hurt were we by our previous <laughs> by our previous relationship where that's all it takes right now? Fifty five percent to Achilles. And again, I'm fully acknowledging I don't know what that's it all is. I want. I don't. I don't. I don't know what a good relationship is. I only see it from afar. So like, I don't know. Like, you're talking to the wrong guy. But on the outside looking in, uh, so maybe I'm more generous. But I would say, yeah, that must be why. That must be why you've seen what I, so much what bad. I, what I play. do know for sure is that he is a rebound, and you're going to have a wandering eye the entire time he's your quarterback. That's what I feel very confident about. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to go full on cheating on him, but you're going to definitely have a wandering eye. Sadler chimes in with Love is a Tim Tebow type quarterback. Damn, top row from Sadler, bringing the heat. <laughs> Tim <Damn>. Tebow <laughs> won a playoff game, and I don't know if uh, I don't know if Jordan Love will ever do that in a Packers jersey. Uh, the Adam Madison chimes in. I like Jordan, but he has crappy friends. No one protects him, and his newest friends can't get open. That's part of it, but I mean, that probably takes yeah. that takes Jordan Love from like he possibly could be league average to now he's below average. Like I don't like if if we're if you're out there believing that all it takes is teammates to make Jordan Love better. I'm sorry, that ain't it. You can't put lipstick on a pig, but you can't like uh, you can make it better, but it's not what you want. Like that's why I mean, like I think he will get to the level of he's fine for now. Like you know, you're just kind of playing it out till you find something better, and I, I think that's where he's going to be. Uh, and I, I think that's and that's fine. There's worse. I mean, he could just be an abject disaster, like Jamarcus Russell style or something like that. So um, there there are worse places to be. But I'll tell you what, it is cold right now, and I think a great way to kind of put yourself in a warm mindset would ha- would be to win a case of Cider Boys Island Mixed Pack. That sounds amazing. I think that's wow. exactly what you need to do is win a Island Mixed Pack from our good friends at Cider Boys. It is a case of it, so you get 24 cans. It is Mango Tango, Tiki Colada, Blueberry Wild, and Tropical Wave. You get a case of it. It's all made with an apple base to it. It is fantastic. Uh, if you saw my video before the show, you see that I have a case here myself. I'm going to try one tonight after the show. But right now, give me a number. Prime time. Eight. 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 Or, okay, go. we got eight. Uh, call number eight. Call number eight is going to win a case of Cider Boys Island Mix Pack. That's 24 cans for free. Call number eight. 844-770-3776. Call number eight wins a case of Cider Boys Island Mix Pack, which is Mango Tango, Tiki Colada, Blueberry Wild, and Tropical Wave. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. 
Congratulations to Doug from Dane for winning that case of Cider Boys, the Island Mixed Pack. Big win for Doug from Dane, and the alliteration is there as well. Uh, get into the show, 844-770-3776. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. Primetime is back at the Everlight Solar Studio. Matt Hamilton in his man cave. I am... Uh, live from the porch at the Rutledge house. So we are all spread out here. And Matt, even though we are spread out, uh, I do know that you are rocking your iron jack with iron jock. So that means you don't stink. That's true. I got that iron jock hoodie on because not only does it have the silver ion technology that's keeping me smelling fresh and feeling fresh. And as long as this garment is in my ownership, it will stay that way. That's the guarantee iron jock provides not only is that really great about it, too, it's a great fit. It's super comfortable. I don't have to worry about, like, weird, like, bunching spots like a lot of hoodies have because it's all slick. It's got that, like, athletic material, so you don't have to worry about being too hot or too cold. It's really a fantastic stuff. And you check out any of the Iron Jock gear, it'll really blow you away. The unsung heroes of Iron Jock, in my opinion, the socks. They're 10 out of 10. Keep that gym bag smelling fresh. Go to Iron Jock, that's J-O-C dot com to get your Iron Jock gear today. There's always deals going on, so check it out. Find out what Iron Jock stuff's going to be best for you and find out what Iron Jock is the best apparel, sporting apparel in Wisconsin. Iron Jock, it's what's inside that matters. Matt, I, uh, I'm looking at uh, my video here with like the, the trees without any leaves on them and I don't know why the people before us here were going to paint this, but it's got like a cabin feel for the porch. I've, and with my flannel on, I feel like I'm in a Bon Iver video or something like that. I got like, I should be listening to like t- the Taylor. What's your favorite Taylor Swift album with your, your buddies, uh, your, uh, you know, your fanboy? Evermore. Like, I Evermore. feel like I should be in that video video right now because as I look at folklore, it, the, my, uh, it's folklore is the name of the album. Evermore is the song. My bad. Okay. Well, One you are two. forgiven. You are forgiven, Matt Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, the Green Bay Packers are struggling right now as far as injuries. And it's Thursday. It's now getting kind of crunch time here. Jay Alexander did not participate in practice Wednesday or Thursday with a shoulder injury. Uh, so that's not looking great for him playing in the game. Uh, Quay Walker out uh, Wednesday and Thursday not participating. That's usually not a great sign for uh, playing in the game. Uh, good news, Christian Watson, full participant, as he was hit by a bus apparently that last game, and it seems like he's fully recovered from all his injuries. And uh, then you have Kenny Clark, Rudy such Ford. A hater. Look, Chris Orr was on the show uh, earlier this week and basically called Christian Watson soft. That there's certain guys that can play through some things, and there's other guys that just want to be hurt, that are hurt and they just they want to feel 100. percent That's Chris Orr saying that. Uh, but limited participation: Kenny Clark, Rudy Ford, Elton Jenkins, Aaron Jones, Josh Myers, Yash uh, Nyman, and Joe or John Runyon. Joe Runyon. John Runyon. Those are uh, all the limited players. I would imagine, honestly, I usually take the optimistic side on some of these players. Is uh, they would be. Likely to play. Josh Myers is interesting because he went from not listed to limited. <laughs> Excuse me. So not a great injury. Not not a great injury report. I did not have time to mute that. That sneeze was coming. So my bad. My bad on that one. That sneeze was just gonna come. Are you going on the injury report for that one? Jim? I don't know. You want to throw out your back? I may have oh, wow. thrown out my back with that that sneeze, but that was coming. I had no no way to hide any of that. So, anyways, uh, what do you guys think of the injury report? <laughs> 
Um, I mean, I'm not super surprised for the Jair thing still surprises me. I don't know what happened, uh, with Jair, but I mean, this looks pretty standard Quay Walker. I'd like to see someone younger like that bouncing back from an injury a little bit quicker, but again, it is what it is. Like, I I think it's not like we're in a position right now where we're looking at this, like, man, if we don't have them, we might not win this game. And who knows what repercussions that could have. Like, <laughs> we're already in a situation where it's like, yeah, you know what? I don't mind if the backup gets a, cu- a couple reps right now. So, you know, as long as Christian Watson gets out there, because, like, the more reps he can get with Jordan Love, the better. Really, that offensive side of the ball I'm super concerned with, that they need to be as available as possible. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Plenty of injuries for the Green Bay Packers. Our first Iron Jack poll question, though, was kind of relating back to Giannis getting kicked out of the game yesterday, and we really just wanted to know what feels the best as athlete. Not that many of us have had this any sort of high level, but uh, dunking on someone, uh, deking someone in hockey, hitting a grand slam in baseball, or a football pick six. Right now, it's the dunking on someone that is leading the way, and. Mm. Um, I would say uh, I am one. I am a one-man army. Uh, Jason chimed in. I am a five-foot-nothing white guy. Throwing down my first dunk was satisfying, uh, but overall, Grand Slam pick six are the best. Uh, both are huge game changers. Yes, I edit that one on the fly there. But eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six is how you get into the show. Uh, and you could chime in on what uh, you think the most satisfying athletic achievement would be. Like, what would you want to? Like, let's be honest. Most of our listeners not done this may probably all of our listeners have done any of those things on a high level. So it's also like, which one of those right. would you like to pull off on a high level and flying through the air is one part of it. I mean, like when you're dunking on someone, it's not like how I would imagine the, the, the listener chimed in on Twitter, uh, j- dunking on someone or her. I can like, I barely got my palm above the rim to dunk a small basketball. Like that's not quite the same. It's fun. But like when you see like a Giannis or those other players, like they are, there's a huge difference. They are flying through the air and like hanging up there. And that has to be a, I can't even fathom what that feeling would feel like. Like I can imagine like doing a deke and scoring a goal, which would be great, like physically. And then you can imagine a pick six, or I did one JV, but come on, that's nothing. But then there was also, uh, you know, obviously prime time with the, the walk off uh, bunt and T ball. And then you have the grand slam in baseball. <laughs> So, I mean, like, and, Brian, and uh, Matt had uh, a home run or a grand slam against Donald Driver. But you guys know what I mean. Like, the idea of flying through the air, as Adam and Madison chimes in, Vince Carter, enough said, just seems like something that humans aren't supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, I have different levels of respect for the dunk. Uh, they're, they're all really nasty when you posterize somebody. But, like, and don't get me wrong. Victor Webinyama's dunk is never going to impress me <laughs> as much as someone yes. who's like normal size, at least for the NBA. Like if Steph Curry goes up and dunks on somebody, that's impressive. He's not a big dude. Uh, yeah. So like it, what I find it, that's why like all of these, you have to physically be able to do it. Like there's, you could hit a ball on a sweet spot on a pitch and you're not hitting a home run. Like you got to be yep. able to actually put enough speed on that bat they're all physically limiting the the dunking one though. Like I love Giannis, but the guy probably does not need to leave his feet. And if he does, it's not more than a foot. 
And okay, all so of what us about can dunk? I, I'm gonna say if if you give me the same like, I'm saying you, ratio? Matt Hamilton, you could go up in the mm-hmm. air and dunk. No, not saying you as young. If I could get you. ten feet in a hoop, that's insane. Yeah, that's the feeling I want because I've got like a 35 inch vertical. Then, oh, yeah, so Spud Webb was <laughs> five foot six and he uh, won a slam dunk contest. Yeah, Spud Webb's my hero. I mean, five foot six. When you watch a guy, <laughs> when you watch someone at five foot six, because honestly, you mentioned Steph Curry, and I think a lot of us when we watch the NBA, you're like. Oh, Steph Curry is like six foot. No, he's like he's taller than you, Matt. Six so it three? is funny that six, three, six, yeah, three, yeah. six three, six four. Yeah, he's a tall. And so it is funny you lose perception of height because all I mean, Michael Jordan six six, LeBron six nine. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Those six foot five, six foot four guys flying through the air that kind of hang and dunk. Vince Carter is probably the one. If you could dunk yeah. the way Vince Carter Vince and at Carter, your height, yeah. I mean, it would be even more uh, impressive. But if Vince would float through the air. I mean, he jumped over someone. I mean, so yeah. like that sort of dunking. Obviously, Spud Webb looked like he was flying at five foot six, be able to get up high enough to. Uh, yeah, Daniel Sloss chimed in, jumped over uh, a guy in the Olympics. That's what Vince Carter did. I mean, yeah, you want to talk about dunking on someone? How about jumping over someone to dunk a basketball? Uh, I would say that the football one of jumping over people is pretty cool. We saw uh, my family and I um, were at the Badger game when Ches Malusi jumped over a player. Well, oh, I yeah. forgot the the crappy team the Badgers are playing that day, but he Georgia jumped Southern. over Georgia Southern. But that was pretty remarkable. Everyone around us and my family was it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen, just skied over a guy. So uh, actually a former Badger, I believe, did that a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm going to forget his name, but he played here at Wisconsin. Was transferred. That, uh, uh, Alec Ingold, fullback? Uh, yeah, no, no, it was in college. He transferred away from Wisconsin and did it twice in a college game. A guy the Badgers could use on Oh, Isaac Garendo for Louisville? Yes. Yeah, I think that yes. might have been it. Yeah, I remember yes. the one with Alec Ingold in the uh, Orange Bowl against Miami. Yeah, and as oh, a fullback, yeah. when he leapt over a diving linebacker, that was that was an all-time moment as a Badger fan. That, that, was, uh, <laughs> that was top tier. The Adam Madison Chimes wow. with Nate Robinson was also a small man dunking a basketball. Yep. Yeah, when you see those guys under six feet dunking a basketball, it, it really looks like they're launched out of a rocket because uh, it doesn't make any sense that they're able to get uh, that no. that high. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, we got a we got a little bit of time on the other side. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.